Hello, everyone. Welcome back to a new episode of The Aligned Entrepreneur. Today, I am joined by Eliza, who is our Illuminate Intensive Participant number three. I ended up booking six of these calls to share with you guys because I just... I just really loved them and I loved what each person has brought to the conversation and I wanted this to be a resource that I had available for people because I just really think that the behind the scenes component and the just applicability, if that's a word, um, the, you know, the ability to apply the things that we're talking about by really witnessing how the the people on these calls are doing so, I just felt like was really something unique in terms of value. So. The rest of these calls are going to be dripped out sort of over the next week and a bit. And um, today I am joined by, as I said, Aliza, and she is a psychology-based business coach for new and aspiring online entrepreneurs. And Aliza is at the point where she is full-time in her business, and I've known Aliza for quite some time, and just getting to watch how things have grown for her and you know, a lot of what she had to overcome in the earlier days of her business to get to where she's at right now, which is full-time, loving what she's doing, but ready for the next level in terms of overflow. And specifically what I loved about our conversation today, it was really the idea of letting go of money as being at the forefront of what drives us in our business. And it kind of goes against a lot of what you know, we see in the coaching industry, especially in the manifestation industry, especially where it's so much of the time about the dollar amount per month. And there's nothing wrong with this at all, except that it usually offers quite a bit of resistance where it's not necessary. So with Aliza, we talked about actually letting money be just the bonus thing that got to happen as a result of her being in alignment, but really getting present to and and leading with how much joy she finds in her business, in her relationships with clients, in the process of creating content, because the universe doesn't care if we're operating from abundance because we're focusing on how much we love our day-to-day, or if we're operating from abundance because we're thinking about money and it's actually really allowing us to feel abundant. But for most of us, money brings with it a lot of baggage. So if we actually, you know, let a lot of that go, I mean, there is certainly money mindset work to be done, but I feel felt very strongly that Aliza has done what is needed to do around money mindset. Um, We did chat a little bit about just her nervous system and allowing her body to feel safe in larger amounts of money. Uh, But beyond that, I really believe that we can let go of money and we can let it be this thing that just gets to come and support us and allow us to live our most authentic lives. And the more that we can just operate in overflow in general, the more that that's going to be reflected back to us in all areas of our lives and business. So I loved this conversation with Aliza. Without further ado, here's Illuminate Intensive number three. You're listening to the Aligned Entrepreneur Podcast. I'm your host, Lauren Saunders. I'm a mindset and marketing coach for modern entrepreneurs and business owners who know deep down that there's a better, smarter, and easier way to manifest the success they desire. On this podcast, we explore a very different approach to growing your business and income quickly, and it has nothing to do with hustling hard or discovering the perfect marketing strategy. By understanding the power of my thoughts and training myself to think in energetic alignment with the reality I desired, I went from nine to five teacher to six figure online business owner in less than two years. And if there's one thing I know to be true, it's that we're each vastly capable of creating hugely successful businesses that light us up and set us free. I'm here to share with you the knowledge and strategies needed to manifest the success you want. I truly believe you can become, create and achieve anything you desire. And it's just a matter of changing your thoughts in order to change your life. So let's get started. Hi, Aliza. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. I'm so excited to chat with you today. How's it going? Uh, it's going really good. I had yeah. a good day. Yeah. Good. Um, you're in France right now. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. Awesome. Um, okay. So I'm super excited to chat with you about your where you're at in your business, because I know that you have found this place of stability um, after, you know, years of really working to get to where you are now, which is incredible. So the work that has gone into where you're at now, I know has been significant. And I just want to first acknowledge you for that. Um, Do you want to tell me just for context a little bit about like sort of your day-to-day in your business, like who you help and um, kind of where your 
making the most money or where it is that you're focusing the most in your business? Yeah. Okay. So I, I call myself a psychology-based business coach. So I work with new and aspiring entrepreneurs and I have like this combination of, yeah, kind of like business coaching and life purpose coaching. So someone who maybe doesn't even know what they want to do in their business um, and I help them to find their purpose and then a business idea that is aligned with that. And then the whole like, social media and how to get clients and yeah. you know just getting it started and obviously there's like I am a psychologist so there's a lot of mindset things as we both know that you know get into that um, which is always really fun to get into or fun for me <laughs> at yeah. least um, and yeah so the my day-to-day -day is that I well I work with clients one-on-one um that is kind of where the bulk of my income is coming from um I really love my one-on-one -on -one clients um and I but I kind it's not that I want to transition but I have had this idea of a kind of a merge between a membership and a group program that I'm so like passionate and excited about um and I really want to, you know, see this grow and kind of, you know, I always, I think I will always do like some form of one-on-one -on -one coaching, but I want the bulk of my income in the future to come from the group program. Yeah. You want more freedom. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's freedom, but it's also, yeah, it's, and it's just like such a hard project for me. And yeah. I love that. Well, already that's an amazing place to come from because if you're finding satisfaction just in the process of, you know, allowing this to kind of materialize before you, um, that's a really like, it's so important to look at how do we feel as we're even doing the thing? And I think at this point in 2022, I don't think it's enough to do something just to make money. <laughs> like, I think we're now entering a paradigm where it's like, it has to be coming from your soul. It has to be coming from that alignment for you. So you're already there. Um, I want to just take a step back um, because I know that, you know, things really shifted for you in a big way in 2021. Was there anything significant that you shifted or that did shift for you that had things really start to gain momentum for you in terms of, you know, I know that you're full-time in your business and actually being able to support yourself from the business. Um, I think it has been multiple things, but one thing for sure was, com and I have to explain because I am such a multi-passionate person. Um, and so one thing was really committing to one idea um, because one of the ways I have realized I self-sabotage is, you know, when something doesn't work right away, I'm going to the next thing and the next thing and the next thing. And this really, um, yeah, just keep, kept me stuck for two years um, right. trying to build an online business. And so really committing to one thing. Um, and then one, just when you were asking the question, like I have one moment last year where I had this, it was while I was listening to a podcast um, and she talked about making yourself right. And yeah, just seeing that what you're doing is, is good enough or is right. Yeah. And, and I, yeah, it, it, I just had this moment of like, you know, where it clicked and I was like, yeah, I, I know what I'm doing. I don't have to look to all the other experts in the industry. I, I know at this point, I know what I'm doing. I'm doing it right. I can, you know, I don't need to attend another training or, or, or buy another course or something like that. I, have everything in me. And I feel like this was a point where things really started to, to flow and to shift. I'm not surprised you said, I was expecting an answer like that, where it was like, you really stepped into your self-trust and your self-worth saying, I know enough now. Yeah. Right. And things started to work because we no longer had conditions around it, not working. Right. Like maybe I'm missing something. Maybe I'm not saying the right thing. Maybe this isn't what people are looking for. Instead, just allowing it all to be enough for you, at which point it started being enough for other people. Is that, would that, is that resonating? Yeah. 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 Totally. And then I also love what you said about 
focusing in on one thing, because I really think that we don't allow enough momentum to build behind anything. It's like manifestation, you know, is real, but it's not like always an instantaneous thing. It usually isn't actually, it's usually like when we place our energy on something and we keep it there a couple months later, that's when we really start to see things evolve. But as we're like labeling everything as like, oh, well that didn't work. So I'll do something else. And this didn't work. So I'll do something else. We're never letting that momentum actually build to the point. And like, sometimes it can just take that trial and error to get to the point of really knowing what you want. And I feel like you've done that with your uh, one-on-one where you've allowed the momentum to build. And now it's kind of like you said in your application, it's easy for me at this point to get one-on-one clients. And I think that that is the perfect point to then say, okay, that's good. Now it has its own momentum. I don't have to try and keep it alive. Right. I'll do things for it here and there, but I trust mostly that the right people will find me. So what's next. And that really is actually the perfect way of doing it. Right. Letting things, but rather than trying to put new energy into a hundred different things. And then at that point, they only each get a hundred one, one hundredth of the results. <laughs> so, yeah. okay. So tell me a little bit about your, you said it was like a membership slash course. Who is it for? What is kind of the structure and the content that's involved? Okay. So it is a, at this moment, it's a six month program and it's for someone who, like I said before, it's, you know, essentially the same person who would work with me one-on-one. And so it's for someone who is new to this online space and kind of maybe has a business idea or, you know, an idea about what they want to offer, but it's all, they're just really new. They never had a client. They don't have income. Or maybe if they had a client, you know, it was kind of by accident and they don't know how to replicate that. And, uh, and yeah. And so really someone who is really new and then is also at this stage of um, wanting to consume all the information, right? Like I was in the beginning and being at this point of, okay, now what do I do with that? And, right. you know, I don't have accountability and I have, you know, all of those beliefs and things like that. And so this is kind of the point where they are starting and what I wanted to do with the, what kind of was the idea behind the program is that it is really for someone who would benefit. I still believe in one-on-one coaching so much. Yeah. Someone who would benefit from one-on-one coaching, but for whom this is just a price point that is too high because yeah. I have been in this space where I knew I needed a coach, but my financial situation just wasn't in a place where this is something I could do because I mean, prices in our industry are so are just ridiculous sometimes, right? And yeah. not everyone can afford that. And that sometimes, you know, breaks my heart because then all they can do is buy another course, which isn't really serving them. So um, I tried to kind of like translate, you know, what I do with my one-on-one clients into a more scalable program. So we have like group coaching calls and I have, you know, I'm, there is kind of a course included, but it's not a course where I give information. It's more um, like a week to week um, process where they get to know what to focus on and, you know, how to decide on like their social media platform or their offer and, you know, guiding them through decision-making process. And then it's a lot about accountability um, and, and community and working through like mindset stuff that is coming up and things like that. Okay. Awesome. I think what you've done there, that's really smart is having basically always catering to the same person, but having different ways that they can work with you. Because I think a lot of the time people, including myself, like create different offers for different people. And that can also work, but then there's inconsistency in your messaging, right? Cause you're speaking to different people at different times. Whereas what you're doing is always speaking to the same people yeah. being very consistent in your messaging. And then just saying, Hey, I have different containers depending on what is going to suit you and your needs. So I love yeah. that. I think it's really, really smart. Is the the way that it's set up right now, does it feel scalable to you, like without being too overwhelming? Um, yeah, it actually feels really easy. Good. Good. <laughs> yeah. Okay, good. I asked that just because if we set an intention that in our mind feels actually overwhelming to us, we never let that intention 
manifest. So that was just sort of step one, but you're already there. So how have you, have you launched this yet? And if so, how did it go? Yeah. So I have launched this, um, last November with a starting date, like, um, in the beginning of December. Um, and I only had one person sign up. Okay. Yeah. Which I mean, is kind of great because now she is in and you know, it's forcing me to really build out everything because I didn't do that before. I wanted to right. build it as I go and and kind of to, yeah, to test it with her. And for her, it's really great because she, she kind of won, your attention. won the lottery with it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So there was one person setting up. Yeah. Good. And I think your mindset about that, because I think about it as like, well, if there's one person that gets this, there's a million people that'll get it. Right. So I think that yeah. that's a really good thing. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 I for sure was disappointed a little bit because yeah. I wanted more people. But from the beginning, in my mind, it's just something that I know I want to offer again and again and again. And so, it, you know, it, it's not that big of a deal because I know, like, in a couple of months, I will reopen it and I will have all my promo posts already written out, and right. the next launch will be so much easier. And yeah. Yeah. And I'm sure part of your vision for it was like a community. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I, I totally get that when you have like this vision for a certain program and like, they're all going to engage and support one another. And then when you get one or two signups, which I've had happen a million times myself, there is sort of that, like, like you're grateful, but there's a desire to see it really be everything that it can be for not just you, but for the people in it as well. So, yeah. um, and I think that where you're at in turn, just the way you're telling that story you never at one point focused on what wasn't happening. You weren't like, like, there's just nobody coming or what if this, you were like, you know, it's, it's good how it, you know, the way that it is going, because now I can launch it again. Like your focus is still in the belief that more people are coming, which yeah. means you're energetically opening, open to that happening. But I want to actually get you to the point where it fills with people. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. Because yeah. I, already was not completely unattached because I think that's not good, but I already had this headspace when I was launching it. And, you know, so I, I, it felt really, and it still feels really aligned, but all throughout my launch, it felt really aligned. And so I'm asking myself like where, you know, where it go wrong, quote unquote, because I did, I don't feel like it went wrong, but why, for the first launch, there weren't more people just in regards to my energy, right? I totally get that. And it's almost like, I almost get like, kind of like I get a chip on my shoulder when I feel like I was so aligned with things happening that it's kind of like universe, like, yeah, you know, we're cool and it's fine. But like, yeah. where were you with that? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. yeah. Um, And I think all I'll say about that is like, sometimes there's just momentum to build sometimes on a very sort of logical level, people just need to hear about it a bunch more times, you know? Yeah. And like, we tend to kind of make a problem where there actually isn't one because we're like, there should have been more as opposed to there is going to be more. Right. And I think there's also perhaps something for us to look at in terms of things we can shift so that the result is more of what you want next time. Right. Because I think it's, again, it's a judgment. This is the thing about launching that is really kind of against manifestation, right? Because with manifestation, we set an intention and we keep moving towards it no matter what. We don't like make whatever is right here right now mean, or ideally we don't make it mean that it's not happening. And so over time it does, but with a launch, there's a timestamp on it. Yeah. And so then the, the time runs out and we're like, oh, it didn't, it didn't happen. But what we're really saying is it didn't happen within my ego's time frame that I felt was, you know, it should have, whereas like it could fill overnight with the next time that you launch it and it will make sense. It's only our perception of how things should manifest that has it be wrong. And I was thinking about this a little while ago, like time is a man-made concept, right? The universe doesn't know time. It doesn't actually exist. There's actually scientific evidence about how all moments are existing simultaneously right now, yeah. but we are like, but like, so the, the time is an ego construct. And then we're like, universe, why didn't you participate in my definition of time, which you don't even understand? It doesn't exist to you. Yeah. And I know there's like so many stories of people like being like, I just held the faith so much right until the last minute. And then it manifested. 
personally, I've not actually really had that experience. It's like, like it, I, there's been lots of times where I held the faith and it still didn't manifest. It's like, I couldn't actually control my way into getting what I wanted because it wasn't mm. meant to be at that point in time. Right. Maybe what's really going to serve your next round of people is having this one person in it so that you gain the clarity so that you can really give the content the time it deserves. And like, that's not what we, what we want, but it might actually be what's best for you long-term. And I know that, you know, that, Yeah. so um, tell me a little bit about, well, actually what's, do you mind me asking what the price point is for it? It is, um, 1200 euros for the six month. Okay. Um, and you know, you can good. also do like 200 per month. Um, right. Okay, good. So that's a perfect price point. And I think you could actually probably raise that over time, but I like that price point for, you know, people committing, um, but also it being very, very doable. Yeah. For that. that was exactly my yeah what I thought it's like enough yeah. to hurt a little bit so that you want to commit but then again almost everyone can somehow you know yeah. have 200 euros or dollars a month yeah <laughs> I agree okay perfect so tell me then what about this container do you feel really especially serves people on this journey, like who are building their businesses, who are going from, you know, really not knowing anything. What about this is serving them perhaps in a way that other containers might not? What I feel, what I feel is the most, like for me, the, the thing that is so valuable is that everything I include, you know, went through my inner, like, reflection process of is this actually helping someone to take action in their business right so it's again I don't throw a bunch of like hour-long videos at someone yeah. uh, at all um, it is really everything that I have included it is all through this lens of is this helping the person to move forward to take action um, and I feel like this is the biggest yeah, the biggest value of that. Okay. Amazing. Um, I love that. Cause I think you're right. We like tend to throw just more and more content at people, which might actually keep them out of their business. Okay. And that being that that's something that is actually very different than your, or sorry, in, in your container that we don't often see in others, that intention, right? You're like, I'm going to intend that this container and this structure has people get active in their business. How do you think that might serve them differently in terms of moving towards their goals than just consuming a whole bunch of information um, that might temporarily inspire them, but in the end still keeps them like able to kind of hide out because that's in the beginning of your business, especially an online one that requires you to get visible. Like the action part is where all the shit comes up. Yeah. Right. Uh, you know, and that is like the the whole idea behind it, right? So yeah, I feel like when they are kind of forced, <laughs> this is like a bad word, but like kind of forced to take yeah, action. Yeah. Then yeah. they take action, which is a great thing for their business. Yeah. And then their shit comes up, which is great because <laughs> yes. then, you know, I have like group coaching calls or in the community, they can always reach out and post and, and ask questions. Um, and then I can help them with my like mindset expertise to work through those things. So there's always this, okay, taking action, shit coming up, <laughs> solving yeah. shit and then taking more action and yeah. Okay. I love this because you're not allowing people to hide and essentially to sell out on themselves. And I think, yeah. I mean, even some of my, um, programs that are more for beginner business owners, I know there's people that hide out in the back of the group chats and stuff like that. And, uh, you know, I just have a certain philosophy around it, but I think that there's really a need for exactly what you're doing, a very dire one, actually, for all the reasons that you said, but also for the results that that action will lead them to, because, nothing happens if you're not moving. Like you, again, you can consume all the information in the world. That was actually like what I said when I was promoting these, um, intensives, I said, knowledge isn't power. The application of knowledge is power. And that's exactly, exactly what you're yeah. having people do. So yeah. someone enrolls in 
let's say someone enrolls in um, something that isn't your offer that's based on just them learning a bunch of things and they start applying it, but then their stuff comes up and they're able because of the way that that container is set up to just retreat altogether. There's nobody holding them accountable. You know, they don't have very much on the line. So that um, direction in signing up for someone else's container potentially leads them to no business at all, which Mm -hmm. leads them to an entirely different life where they have to keep doing things they don't love and they don't have the money to live their authentic life. They don't have the time to be with their family. You know, all of these things, they really stay trapped, right? That's exhibit A. Exhibit B is your container where now they're taking action and they don't like it. And they may even temporarily be like, why the heck did I sign up for this? Because it's so uncomfortable and I can't do it. And I hate Instagram and like all all the things that ego does when we're being mad at the world because it's hard, but instead you're like, cool, great. This is exactly where you're meant to be. And you are there and the community is there to support them through it. Right. That can be, that will be the difference for people into not just taking the action that's necessary, but overcoming coming the hurdles that are the reason most people bail on their dreams and their businesses, right? Yeah. And what's available to them on the other side of that path having been taken is the business they love, potentially an entire, well, not just potentially, an entirely different life, an entirely different experience around money and freedom. Now their children are being impacted by it. The people around them are being impacted by it. They're, they get to wake up in a life that they're so obsessed with and they're like, you know, internal, eternally grateful for it. And that has a ripple effect on the, the rest of the world. Like it's a big deal for you to intentionally create a container that is that big a difference for people. Because I promise the exhibit A is rampant in the industry, right? And I'm not necessarily saying it's anybody's fault or anything like that. It's just like, at the end of the day, it is someone's job to show up for themselves, but you're showing up with them. Right. And you're creating a container that has them do that. And I think even if you were to scale this to the point where there wasn't as many calls or you couldn't hold everybody accountable because you know, you can't with your intention of it still being based around action, no matter what they're getting more from that than a program that's theory. Right. And would you yeah. say that you've sort of like cut out the fluff too? Um, like you're not giving them a whole bunch of extra information just for the sake of it. You're giving them no, only what they really not. need. Yeah. Right. Like I, I think there is no fluff actually. <laughs> Good. Perfect. That's great. Um, because we can spend years in the fluff. Yeah. <laughs> right. I mean, I love fluff, <laughs> not fluff, but I love like bonuses and all that kind of stuff. But it's interesting listening to you. It's like. Yeah, no, there's definitely a potential that someone just uses that as an excuse to continue um, staying behind the screen instead of in front of it or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I just want to, you know, bring that up because I really want you to operate from that. And I think that you are, I think there's just like, it's like you're here. We just want to like push it up a tiny little bit for you to operate within this belief that your program, which took you, you know, two years of contrast to come up with right? Mm -hmm. Like it's, there's significant, it's not just what they get. It's not just, you know, the six months, it's everything you personally had to overcome in your own journey and your own business, which was a lot to be able to even create that as a possibility for other people, right? It's like, essentially you're helping people move faster through things that could have taken them a lot more time because you went through it, right? What is it? Like our biggest struggles will become someone else's survival guide so to speak. It's kind of, so I just want, you know, you moving forward to, to, I've been saying this on these calls consistently, because I think it's so important to regard what you're doing, being the absolute best in the world for those that it's meant to really, that it's meant for, right. When I say best in the world, I mean, for the people, the woman that's in it and the people that are going to be in it, there's nothing that could possibly serve them better. And you're actually, um, you're actually really doing them a favor by making it available so that they don't go down the wrong path. Right. Do you think that that's like, you're mostly grounded in that? Or do you think there's like room to be like, no, this is freaking incredible. And I'm like, let me help you change your life. Where no, do you think you feel, are? Yeah. That it, it feel, just when you were saying all of those things, it just feels, I think sometimes we can forget it when we are in the details yeah, totally. launching and 
you know, all of the moving pieces that are required to launch. But when you're just saying that, it feels 100% true in my heart. So, yeah. Good, good. You're absolutely right. It's like we're so in our business that we don't zoom out. One of the things I often recommend and that I do myself is I take like a bird's eye view as if I'm someone that was that was brand new to the industry and I was just coming into it and I was just finding my content and my like, how would I perceive myself as the version of me four years ago who was just getting started? Because it's definitely not how I perceive myself on a day to day right? Like, how do you think someone that is brand new, they don't know anything about getting started online, but they want to, how do you think that they're coming into your world? How do you think that they're seeing you? Um, I think they're seeing me as confident and fun and, um, I hope caring like and like caring and and like truthful um yeah I think those are all perfect and correct I think everyone sees you that way but also I think they're looking at you and going like Aliza has it made like she's figured it out she's full-time online doing work that she you know how rare that is. I know that we see it constantly and it looks like everybody's just living their dream life and they've all, we've all freed ourselves from the nine to five, but we are like such a small percentage of people. There are billions of people in the world that can only dream of having the kind of freedom that you've built for yourself. Yeah. Yeah. I, that's actually really good to hear because I, I, I know, especially coming off from like a coaching call or something like that, I have this immense gratitude, but um, yeah, even like a year, a year and a half ago, that was not my, or, or where I am now, a year and a half ago, that was like, oh my God, that would be so great. And it feels so unattainable and whatever. So um, yeah. You're there. Yeah. You're, you're living it, yeah. right? And yeah. I bring this up because the number one reason we are not at any point where we really desire to be in our business, not necessarily like you're grateful for where you're at and you're just ready for the next stage. But yeah. the real reason that that happens is because we're not seeing ourselves clearly, right? We're downplaying our success. We're downplaying the kind of people we are that we're downplaying all the things we've had to create and intend for and work through. Like it's, significant the work you've had to do to be this person sitting on this call today who finds it easy to get one-on-one -on -one clients right it's significant but we don't see it that way it's like as soon as we get to that place now you're looking at people that are making more money than you and noticing that you're not there and so you're viewing yourself through a lens that like that's really all it is it's like i was saying um one of the fastest ways to create more success is to lower the bar <laughs> and by that i mean <laughs> change the parameters through which we're viewing ourselves, right? We're viewing ourselves through where we are not in terms of like where we're going. We're, this is why the bar keeps moving. So we never get, whereas if I remember, I think the happiest and most confident I ever felt in my business was when I was looking at where I was at. And I think I was like fairly consistent in like five figure months at that point. And things were scaling. They were scaling quickly because my mindset was that I was looking at where I was at through the lens of the average person working in Toronto, which was like the average income here is probably like $4,000 a month. Maybe there's a lot of people making more than that, but even the people that are making $80,000 a year, they're working 70, 80 hours in a law firm downtown somewhere. They commute for an hour. It's like backbreaking work. They get two a weeks, a year worth of vacation here. I am, you know, making <laughs> that same amount of money or more, more, it became more. And I'm like sitting in my apartment, looking at the view and I like work three hours a day and I talk about manifesting on the internet. And I was like, man, like I have, I have figured this shit out. And like, as long as I was present to that, everything, not only did things continue to work and I really doubled that income in a very short period of time, but I also just was so happy with where I was. It was as soon as I started being like, well, you should make more money. Now let's go for a million dollars. That's when things really slowed down for me. And I actually had to work through so much stuff because my parameters had changed. So what are the parameters that you could choose 
that would have you look at where you're at as being just this really freaking incredible thing that you've created? I mean, just the, the freedom that I have on a day-to-day basis, like not just over my time, but over like everything, who I'm working with, what days I'm working, what days I'm not working, my creativity on, you know, with my social media content, that's something that I am so grateful for, um, like the, the freedom that I have with the, yeah. with this creative outlet for me. Um, you kill it with the creative content. It's so good. I love it so much. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I filmed a couple of reels earlier this day and I, I'm just so energized by being able to play in that way. And it's such, it's so fun for me. Yeah. (laughs) So even like putting like the money doesn't even matter at that point, you are supporting yourself. Like it doesn't matter. Like you could be making, it, it really doesn't matter. You're supporting yourself and you've made your sole job in this life to be that fulfilled. Like you're supporting yourself through creating content you absolutely love, being so energized, you wake up every morning feeling excited about what you get to do, you're fulfilled. Do you think that your level of fulfillment is something that very many people have access to in their lives? No, absolutely not. No, I think that we need to start measuring our our success, if you will, through our level of fulfillment. And your level of fulfillment, I guarantee, is a 12 out of 10 in comparison to the average person who's probably more like a one or a two, right? Best case scenario. Yeah. I think some people manage to get themselves to like a six, maybe in a job they, that they're, they're happy in. I mean, I'm obviously not speaking for everyone, but I think anyone that looks at the possibility of a business, they're not anywhere. Like anyways, so you're just like so fulfilled and that in and of itself is a big fricking deal. And I know that you want that for other people. It's so interesting that we are talking about that because actually what got me into, you know, coaching and and helping others starting their business is exactly that. It's not that, I mean, money is great and abundance is magical and beautiful and also a way to empower yourself for sure. But yeah, what really got me into like coaching and wanting to do this is this feeling of wanting to inspire others and living, you know, life to the fullest and not being like, sometimes I see people and I, I can just feel their disappointment with life. And that's to me is the worst I know. thing ever. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I'm going to recommend a book, actually, if you haven't read it, it's called the illusion of money. And it's all about how like it's our, it's in our chasing of money that we actually push it away, but it's also like somehow, especially in this industry, the money becomes more important than mm-hmm. the level of satisfaction that you feel, which is ridiculous, mm-hmm. yeah. right? Cause we got in, in the first place to feel free. And then we become imprisoned by our perpetual pursuit of more money. What if instead we just let that be off the table, knowing that you're going to be supported no matter what, and you really tuned yourself to, and I think you are fulfillment and creativity and excitement and purpose and inspiration. Like, don't you think that in that abundance, the money's just going to come? Yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah. So this book is basically about just like not even focusing on it anymore, which is easier said than done. And I, I, it's like, I still have money goals, of course, but I'm letting that take a back seat to like, how do I feel in creating content? Like, so especially this kind of content, things I've been doing recently, so fulfilled. I used to create content to make money. Now I'm making money with like to create the content. Essentially, that's kind of how I'm looking at it and be with people and all that kind of stuff. But that's creative to me as well. Yeah, that's so interesting because I just recently um, had this like epiphany of of separating money and business for myself. And so I, yeah, I have a certain way I want money to appear in my life. But I, uh, like when I did my New Year's goals, actually, or like intentions, I just separated it. And I was, you know, I'm like, okay, I'm not going to attach it to that it has to come from my business or because, yeah, I I feel like I can get into the how a lot when I attach money and business together. And it's like a place of control, which is really scarcity, right? Yeah. So 
I want you to just lean more and more. You're already doing it. Consider this your, your like massive permission slip to it's like, you still get to have money goals and you get to think about it, but it's, it's almost like this has nothing to do with what I'm launching and how can I feel the most excited, the most lit up by the most confident in what I'm creating purely for the sake of it. At which point you're creating this energetic, you know, field around you that can only like, you're not going to, it's inevitable that there's going to be an abundance of all things coming to you, especially after we let go of the story around money. Cause when we're making the money, the focus, there's inherently resistance, no matter what, right. It means things about us and where, what if it doesn't happen and where do I need to work on my money mindset? I think we need to just stop thinking about it so much. Right. I look at like your average celebrity who is worth $500 million. Do you think that they were like, okay, I'm going to close my eyes. I'm going to visualize $500 million. No, they were engaged in whatever the activity was that they loved, whether that was acting or creating music. And the money just came in that abundance of them following their soul's purpose. I guarantee you that none of them are like, well, I intentionally set, you know, I set the goal of a hundred million dollars and then it happened. No, they're like, this is what I'm here to do in the world. And the universe rewarded that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That feels really good. Yeah. 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 And, and also, yeah. I mean, when, when we think about manifestation, when I, and I thought about that recently, when I'm really abundant and like money is flowing to me endlessly, I'm not, I, I wouldn't think, oh, I hope, you know, my program is making me that amount of money, or I hope yes. I have so many people because it wouldn't even cross my mind if I would be really in the space of money is flowing to me and I couldn't spend <laughs> enough to, you know, get rid of all the money that is flowing to me kind of way. And yeah, that is, I'm so glad you brought that up um, because it's completely true, right? It's like manifestation is you get who you're being, but if yeah. we're like, I have a goal for $20,000, who you're being in that moment is the person that doesn't have $20,000. <laughs> Yeah. Right. And I don't think it's about convincing yourself that you have something you don't. I think it's about just letting it go altogether. Right. So, yeah, I think this is a narrative that's shifting. I think after the pandemic, like people just want, they want to feed their soul. Right. Mm -hmm. Like it's, there's no problem with having money goals at all, but the way that we're going to get there is by allowing ourselves to feel as abundant as possible in just the moments that is life, that are life right? So just permission to kick that up. You're already really doing it and let that be the measure of your success and money will be a byproduct of it. Yeah. I Which love does it. not feel it feels, so. It feels yeah. good. Yeah. It feels so like freeing and, and just, it just flow. Yeah. Just no, there's no resistance to that way of like manifesting and, and being and, and having goals at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I, I agree. I think it's just like, this is peaceful. I just get to be, yeah. I don't have to chase anything anymore. But I also think in terms of having people come into your business, they feel that, right? Like they feel when you are making it your full intention to serve them and because you love what you do versus when they're like one step closer to you getting a certain income goal because of what that will mean about you. And like, I, and I operated that way for a long time. Like I was always grateful and always excited to work with people, but it was also like equal parts about me and where I was at and what that meant. And like, yeah, I'm just so glad to be like, cause that was what I saw, right. It is essentially like all ego really like after we're full-time and we're supporting ourselves and our needs are met. Um, I think it really like, and, and it's just, yeah, it's again, what we see in this industry. So your yeah. assignment around that is one, just keep indulging in what you're doing and let that be your measure for success mm. and really view yourself through that lens of like on the topic of purpose and how good I feel in a day to day, like I am a millionaire because <laughs> you are. Yeah. You know? I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Okay. So, um, you talked in your application about, you know, a fear of success and really stepping into this new identity. And I think we've started to really, um, you know, the identity is a part of everything that we've just talked about, but I also from a sort of like a confidence, I don't love the word for it's more of like a groundedness in your own power, 
right? Um, how confident do you feel in your ability? Cause it's like belief in what we're offering and belief in our ability to offer it. So where, um, let me ask that again. Where is there fear that you are aware of coming up around success? Is there anything that feels like perhaps, you know, I'll ostracize people if I get to the hundred K mark or beyond that all like, is there anything that you're aware of that's come up around fear of actually achieving your next level? Um, there are, there are like a couple of thoughts like that are coming to my mind and some of them are just, I, I kind of, I would have to change like the, the, the business, um, can I say this here in France, we have different like business status, right. That you can be in. And if I make a certain amount of money, I would have to change that and you know all the it, it, it will get more complicated um right. like all my bookkeeping would get more complicated um and things like that I feel that a lot like oh my god I don't want to deal with right like this next level of of business or like oh my god can I handle that um and then yeah it there's also this sometimes this like I feel just even the unknown um yes. of you know if I make you know a little more or up to a certain point you know it would be fine but if I had like a million dollar or euro business then like my lifestyle would and and I don't know like would my life change so drastically that I don't know what would happen right so it's kind of the unknown like would I how would the people in my life interact with me or would that change relationships that I have or yeah. um yeah yeah um this was coming up with someone I had on a call yesterday, who's at a very similar space in her business. <clears throat> and yeah, she's having exactly all of that on the topic of like bookkeeping and managing the money and taxes and all that kind of stuff. Cause that's a big one for people. Cause we're not taught, you know, how yeah. to do taxes, which <laughs> just makes no sense. Um, but I find the best thing to do is to just get educated. Do you have a good accountant? Um, no, actually I'm doing <laughs> at the moment. It's so, it's so easy that I'm doing everything myself because yeah. One thing I did last year when my, or two years ago now, when my income really started getting to like that next level was I had a call with an accountant who later did, I did hire him, but it wasn't, there was no money I needed to spend. And he became recommended to me from another friend. And what I loved about it was I felt that my situation with all the different places that money was coming from, cause I had like, I have partnerships with more than one people and it just felt kind of messy, but I felt that in talking to him, it was so simple to him. He was like, oh yeah, that's no problem. Like, yeah, no, just put that in a spreadsheet. Like, like there was, cause he's used to dealing with people that literally do have multi, multi-million dollar businesses. And he's like, your, <laughs> your business, even at that point, you know, like 20 K a month business is like small beans really. And hearing his perception of how doable it all was made me feel like, okay, it is really doable. And then in the end it was, but I think, um, the, one of the best things we can do is just educate ourselves on that thing that right now feels like it's going to be really complicated because we always figure out that it actually isn't, it's not that big of a deal. And then that's also going to help you perhaps put systems in place around, you maybe already do, but have systems in place for receiving the money, you know, whether that's spreadsheets or whether that's just different accounts, things go into to organize it. That's going to create a vacuum for more of it coming into your life because there's space for it. Right. Yeah. Cause when we don't have things organized, it feels like there isn't anywhere for the money to come. Cause it's like, yeah, okay. I want more money, but we're actually energetically very closed off to it. Right. Um, yeah. So and I'd I actually already know, um, like, yeah, last year I, I had a couple of questions, um, you know, having an international business and, uh, yeah, I reached out to someone in France who I know does this and I had really good experience. And so I already know 
kind of the person or the okay. like accountant um, I would hire uh, if I am at a place where, okay, I can't do this anymore on my own or it's getting more complicated. So, yeah. I'd make a plan to move forward with that, even if it's just getting on a call with that person, because we want to create, we tend to like, we're like, I'll wait until the money's here and then I'll deal with it, but it's backwards, right? Mm -hmm. We have to put the structures in place and say, I'm open and ready to receive this money. Look, I've got everything in place. It's going to be fine. That doesn't necessarily mean go and, you know, spend thousands of dollars on an accountant. You're not actually ready for, you don't actually need yet, but start to like, ask if they'll just get on a call with you. So you can just kind of discuss your business. They're always willing to do that. Um, especially if you're going to become a long-term client of theirs. And, uh, so I'd actually put that on your to-do list and just say, inquire about setting up a call with this accountant. Cause yeah, the money comes after we've created the space for it, <laughs> which yeah. I still want to do it backwards. I'm like, well, once I'm blah, blah, blah. And again, it's like saying I'm not there right now. And so I just continue to not be there. It's when we take the action that's actually in line with that next level that the next level can come in. Yeah, so. that's true. Yeah. Um, and then in terms of like that fear, so we, it's really interesting, like the way the nervous system works, we mm -hmm. think like, I, I want more and it's not actually, it may not actually be comfortable to be, you know, just kind of getting by, like we're supporting ourselves, but there's kind of never really like a lot of overflow. And obviously I don't know what your specific situation is, but that's where a lot of people are, right. Is like, we're supporting ourselves, we're getting by and, but there's never extra. And that's not actually that comfortable place to be because if something out of the blue were to happen, you know, we wouldn't have the money for it and whatever, but it's actually comfortable to our nervous system because it's what it's what it knows. So it knows I've been here for like, you know, most of my life, probably for my whole life. And my parents lived their whole lives here. Yeah. This is comfortable. I know that yeah. I survived through this, right? I don't actually know that I survive at 10 K 20 K months or wherever. Yeah. Right. Which is so crazy. Whereas of course I would. Right. Yeah. But it's, but, it's yeah. understanding like your biology is not set mm -hmm. up that way. Right. So it's like logic can take us, you know, logically we're fine. We're sitting in this, at this call right now. It's all fine. But nervous system wise, you know, that's what anxiety is. It's like anxiety is projecting on what might happen in the future, even though logically you're like, it's fine. It's always been fine. I'm like lying in my bed right now, freaking out about what might happen. It doesn't mean that you're not having that experience. And for me, there's kind of like two things that has really helped with that. One is actually just being an open space for whatever that discomfort or fear is. So when it comes up, be like, perfect. I've been waiting for you. We get to be best friends now because otherwise we're like, oh, this fear doesn't feel very good. I'm going to, you know, mm -hmm. just keep kind of pushing it down or trying to shift it, trying to make it be something that it's not. And if you look at, I like to think like the nervous system is sort of the science explanation. The inner child is more the spiritual explanation of it, right? The inner child is the part of you that has that fear that wants to stay safe, that wants to keep you safe. And so when we can be a welcoming space for her in whatever she's going through right now, she feels safe again. Whereas when we're like, oh, you know, I see that you're sad today, or I see that you're in fear today. Let's just go make more money. You're never, ever allowing her to actually feel seen and heard, which is all she really wants. Right. Yeah. So when the emotions come up, it's not about shifting them. It's not about even like healing them, which will happen when we allow them to be there. It's about allowing them to be there so that your body and you are a safe space for them to be there. That's it. Right. Mm -hmm. And I, I know it's like not generally the message in the sort of manifestation community, but I do think that that is changing. I think that there's a much more of a conversation, um, of like not like not no more toxic positivity or bypassing our own emotions. It just doesn't work because it yeah. persists. It's still there. So when fear comes up and I don't think this is a real prevalent fear for you, but you know, it's, it's just, yeah, it's really not. I, it's more like, I really don't have like anxiety or fear um, on a like daily basis or anything like that because I'm fine where I'm at. And, and also but I just have this feeling like mm, there is this next level and something, yeah, there's something resisting like this next level. Yeah. Okay. So from there, what I would say is 
really visit that next level in your body and in your mind through visualization, through scripting, through, you know, just taking time to actually pretend like you're in that space. And that's going to do two things. It's going to normalize that reality with your immune system. And it's going to start associating that next level as being safe, but also it will bring up whatever fear there is on the way there. Um, you were in the quantum creators course. We talk about the bridge of incidents. Part of that bridge of incidents is bringing up all the shit that needs to come up. Right. So as soon as you're really like, okay, I'm living in that next level. Now it's coming, it's happening. Um, whatever needs to come up is going to start coming up. But if you're not right now, like really intending for it and moving or moving on or sorry, moving towards it rather it, the fear isn't there for you because you're comfortable where you're at. Right. And there's nothing wrong with that, except that you're here to fulfill on your biggest potential possible. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what you're, what you're up for. Yes, you're I up love to. this. Yeah. Actually this idea of, okay, normalizing myself with the next level and yeah and even like it's and it's so stupid but it like we think I think we think it's so stupid but actually what comes up for me as well is not even just visualizing but also doing this thing that you read a lot in like manifestation books of going into like really expensive stores like Louis Vuitton or something like that to yes just familiarize yourself with those kinds of environments and and yeah being someone who goes into not that I'm a fan actually of Louis Vuitton but but, <laughs> but maybe like yeah you know, something else it's, I'll have to see what that is for me you're exposing yourself to that world and you're thinking thought I mean it's funny because we do this already or we're told to do this from a place of manifestation which is very valuable but I almost want you to do it from a place of like again, like the manifestation is secondary. What you're doing is familiarizing yourself with it. Like that's the intention. Cause I think a lot of the time when we visualize, we're like trying to make something happen with it. Whereas Mm -hmm. all you're doing is being like body, I'm just preparing you for where we're headed next. And it's a real sort of like loving thing. And the benefit is that, you know, through visualization, things happen. Yeah. Right. Yes. And I love that because there's so much, sometimes when I visualize, I can feel like this wanting to control things. Yes. what you just said, like familiarizing myself, normalizing my new reality that is coming to me. Um, it just feels, yeah, it feels like much less pressure. And yeah, I love that. It's almost like a self-love practice rather than yeah. trying to control, which is essentially the opposite. <laughs> Let me force all these circumstances to be exactly how I want them to be. Yeah. Um, but I think, you know, you could, even if you don't, like, I don't care for a Louis Vuitton bag personally, But if I was to do something like that, I would practice the thoughts in my head of like, oh, I could have these purses. I don't really want them. They're not my jam, but I could have them, you know? Oh, look, that one's $3,000 or they're probably more. I don't even know what these purses cost. (laughs) Probably. But, you know, oh, that one's $3,000. I could, I could get two, but I'm not going to, because I don't really want them, (laughs) you know, like it it would still be valuable from that place. Um, And again, you're just creating connection with your body, which is yeah. It's like when you feel it in your body and in your mind, that's when it's going to happen. But if we don't do the work first, that is normalizing it for you with the intention of normalizing it, then we're not going to let ourselves keep it anyways. Right. Like you could have a lot of money come in and you'll find ways to let it go away because it's not safe to your body. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So those are the two things I'd say. And then as you're doing that work and the fear does come up, you're like, perfect. I've been calling Mm -hmm. you forth. Now it's time to be aware of this. And I think as the fears come up around, you know, oh, well, what will people think? And that kind of stuff, just, I just dive into them. What will people think? What does that mean? What would that mean if that person was mad at me? Cause I was doing really well, you know, how could I find love for where they're at? Or how could I be okay with that? Or like, it's just a lot of shedding light on the fear, not trying to get rid of it. Yeah. 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 Is there anything else you'd like to chat about today, Elisa, before we hop off? Um, no, I think it feels, it feels really good. What do we talked about? Yeah. Good. I really feel strongly that like, you're already on your way there and, yeah. uh, Me too. yeah, it's like little tiny tweaks that are going to make the biggest difference. Like you have so much forward momentum. There's nothing at all going wrong. <laughs> um, it's all going right. It's all working. 
and you're just getting closer and closer into alignment with it. And in preparation for your next launch of your six month program, I just want you to be so next level obsessed with and in love with your offer where you were like, you're welcome world yeah, <laughs> for this incredible yeah. thing that I'm offering and not from like a cocky place, but like you are so obsessed with it. And therefore other people are going to be too, because they're only going to mirror it back to you. I love that. Yeah. Okay. Thank you so much for being here. I, uh, yeah, I loved this conversation. I'm really excited to watch you just continue to grow. Thank you so much. All right. Bye girl. Have a good weekend. Bye-bye. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of the Aligned Entrepreneur Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode or you got value from it, it would mean the world to me if you'd share it on your Instagram stories and give the podcast a five-star review, which helps me to get this message out into the ears and the hearts of those who can benefit from it. And I'll see you guys next episode.